What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another damn not podcast. Another damn podcast. Is it by our damn selves? Damn selves. 174, right? 174, correct. All right, before we dive right into this, let's just shout out to Jazz Creative Jayco. Hey, First fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workout. And let's get right to it. We're going to start yes. in Louisville, Kentucky. The Breonna <laughs> Taylor verdict has come back. Yes. So, no charges filed against two officers. One officer with charge with, um, I forget how many counts of wanton endangerment. That's where yes. both um, go through the wall of the wrong apartment. Of course, we don't have to break down the details of this um, case. Like pretty much everybody knows what's happened by now, but let's just Unless get you've been living under a rock. Yeah, basically. Yeah, let's get your response, and then, like I said, I'm basing everything that on the facts of the case is what my mm-hmm. opinion is going to be on everything. But what do you think so far? We start with well, as a black woman, you know, because like seeing the time, like I said, I have a lot of black women because I'm a black woman, mm-hmm. so. Just viewing, like, everything that has happened, it's just, this whole, just, everything is just, it's just so exhausting. Like, it just feels, like, as a per- like, as a person, I'm just getting sick of just all, like, the, just the weight of stuff just, be put, just being put down. And it's just kind of, it's just an exhausting experience for me. It's just really tiring just seeing that oh well they don't care about us black women are the most disrespected people in the country and no one cares about black women no one cares about black women's lives they hate black women everybody hates black women and just all this is just it's just becoming very exhausting and it's just really sad that the whole thing that i'm not understanding is it's like if you uh, award it in a civil suit for $12 million, then why are people acquitted? Because, like, just... It wasn't an acquittal. It was um, no charges filed. No char- you know what I mean? No charges, right. The grand why are no charges filed? This is grand jury. Because, like, my thing is, I feel like I'm not a lawyer, and I don't claim that I know everything about law, but if somebody is, you know... You know, if that's like your thing that you know, if you know law, then please help me understand. But I just feel personally like if you award somebody a civil suit, then doesn't that mean that you are kind of admitting that, you know, you did something wrong? Aren't you? Isn't that kind of like an admission? You see what I mean? It's, it, that's just how I feel. Like, it feels like, yeah, like we fucked up. Like, that's why I feel like the civil suit was, yeah, we know we fucked up. But if you know you fucked up, then it has to be consequences to your actions. And it's like, okay, you went in the wrong apartment. You shot and killed somebody who wasn't supposed to be shot and killed. And it should be some sort of, you know, accountability is just what I'm saying. And I'm sick of the victim blaming like people. I've seen the negative stuff about saying that, well, she didn't do a drill. It's like, stop. Like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to bash the deceased. We're not going to do that because some of us, as much as we like to try to act like we're picture perfect, it's like if we dig in our closets, we're going to have bones falling out of our closets too. So let's stop that. Let's stop doing the victim blaming, especially for these victims who are deceased. Like, let's stop doing that. Let's stop making it be like, it's their fault because they're deceased. But I just feel this. I'm just really just over I mean, it's just exhausting, like, everything that's just happening. And then you just worry about the unrest, like, what's going to be the result? Like, is it going to be another, you know, is it going to be another, like, uproar? Is it going to be, like, when is this going to end? Like, it's we're already in a pandemic. Emotions are high anyway because we're in a pandemic. Then on top of the pandemic, then we're dealing with racial things that are happening. And then it's just... It's just tiring right now. I'm just really just tired of just everything that's going on. I'm just exhausted. It's just like we got to do better as a people. I'm I'm looking forward to a day where we can all do better. Like we all got to we all got to step up. We all got to do the right thing and we all got to do better. That's how I feel. Okay. Was this case um 
racially motivated, do you believe? Yes or no? It's racial undertones in it. I believe it is some undertones. That's a fair answer. That's a fair That's why I'll say undertones. I don't think that it's straight up like, let's kill a black person. I don't think it's straight up that, but it's definitely undertones because if you have a stereotype and a certain way of thinking that a certain group of people is going to react, then you are going to have that undertone. Even if you necessarily don't project it, but it's there. Is underlying, I believe. And then just given the state of um, just the history of the state of Kentucky, Kentucky has a very racial, you know, <laughs> very racial, uh, a lot of bullshit happening in Kentucky. So, you know, but that's how I feel. I'm going to give my take based on facts. Okay. It's going to be um some hot takes up in here, but I'm just going strictly on the facts. Like I said a few weeks back. Everything I'm going is fact-based because um, right now, coming from both sides, the left and the right, it's a lot of bullshit about all of these cases. Yeah. I'm tired of um, reacting to bullshit. A lot yeah, of noise is what I call it. It's a lot of noise. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. um, like from the um, – like we'll start from the right like because um, – and now we're going to really dive into like the bullshit on the left. But let's start <laughs> on the right. It's like, if Breonna Taylor wasn't involved in a drug gang, neither was Kenneth Walker. So like that's misinformation right there. But on the left, like, there's a lot of misinformation, too, that nobody's talking about is, um, like, um, you said one uh, a few minutes ago, it's, um, hey, what was it, um, about, um, Breonna, with the wrong house, like, um, they weren't necessarily at the wrong house. They had a search warrant for Breonna Taylor's apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna break down this whole case has been, um, they've been investigating since 2016. The guy that was investigating was Jamarcus Glover, the ex-boyfriend. Not right. Breonna Taylor, not Kenneth Walker. It's her ex-boyfriend, Jamarcus Glover. Correct. Seemed mm-hmm. to be like on some, you know, Brown El Chapo type. He's like, he's in the game, like deep. Like this dude was like in the drug game deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Breonna Taylor knew because um, she, um, like her car was seen at trap houses multiple times and she bailed him out of jail. Here's my take on what Bre- the Breonna Taylor thing like. Shit happens. She was a young girl. Like you get involved with dumb shit when you're young. Exactly. She got to a certain age when she realized, okay, I'm I'm not about that life anymore. Which is why she wasn't with him anymore. Exactly. She was a new guy, Kenneth Walker. But um, exactly. She did exactly. have a history with him. I'm not gonna um let that slide. Like she was attached to this known drug dealer, knew he was a drug dealer, but hung around for reasons. Yeah, and then eventually say, you know what? I'm not about that life. I'm out of here. Right. But here, um, there was two search warrants that were served for this case. One was to Jamarcus Glover, the trap house that he was at. He was actually arrested at. It both right. like no-knock warrants. Like, so it was two no-knock warrants, one for his, uh, the trap house and one for her house, which the police at the time, during the investigation, I've read um, reports, they believed that her house was a stash house because um, so a few weeks prior, Jamarcus Glover, um, they, they, they tailed his car going to Breonna Taylor's apartment. They, t- they surveilled him going in. He comes out with a package under his arm. They don't know what the package was. Wasn't it Jordan's or something like that? I don't know what it was. They did surveil him coming out of her apartment with a package. Like, we don't know what the package was, but so that's why um, her, that's why it was a search warrant for her house. They said, like, is it a stash house? Stash houses and trap houses are different. Trap houses, um, like the Carter in New York Jack City, basically. Right, right, right. Yeah, they make the drugs, like you. Lab, yeah, the lab, yeah. Yeah, with a basically all the all the action goes down at the trap house. Stash house is separate. Like if we get raided, we gotta have. Let's have the shit. Gotta have stuff. Yeah, have it hidden here. So like, like in power, like how? Yeah, Yeah, like the like the laundromat in power. That's a stash house. That's a stash, and then like where Tommy's uh main thing was when they did raided. Yeah, so yeah. you get it with power. Yeah, I get it. I get it. With power. That was the stash house in there. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like if something happens, like the money is protected. That's what it is. So they thought Brianna Taylor's apartment was a stash house. That's what the investigation mm-hmm. led to, which is why they had a warrant for her place. Now let's go to the actual night of the incident in question. As um, we're gonna speak at it. I'm gonna look at it from the police perspective and from um Kenneth Walker's perspective. I, we can't speak on Brianna Taylor. She's no longer with us. But, like, yeah, I'm looking at it from the perspectives on both sides. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, what do you like? Was it a knock? Was it not a knock? What have you heard? I've heard mixed reviews because, like, first they said it wasn't a knock. Then they said that it was banging on the door. 
and it was unannounced. That's what I heard. So it's like it's conflicting there because it's like, did they not? Did they not knock? Even if they did knock on a no knock, you knock police open up. You identify yourself. Like you just don't knock and bang on somebody's door and don't announce yourself. Police say they knocked and announced themselves. The neighbor said, "Um, the one that did the the, the nearest neighbor because they have an eyewitness report." And I, I, was, right. I guess I look at it like how like I live in a complex. You live in a um complex as well too. Right. The eyewitnesses were probably would be like your your neighbor across the hall. Across the hall, you right? Would know like because they said there's other conflicting reports from other neighbors. Could be other floors, like other part. Like they right, probably, right. they're not gonna hear shit, so they're not reliable. Mm-hmm. To me, like the most reliable one is probably the one that was across the hall, like the one. They said that that neighbor heard, and the police actually told him to go back in because you know shit is about to go down. It's about to go down. Shot. Like some shit. You so don't want to be in this. So like so, like that neighbor said that they did hear and pronounced themselves as police. Police said they announced, and Kenneth Walker said he heard a knock, but he didn't hear what they didn't announce themselves. So like I believe the police did knock. Now whether they announced themselves, like that's up for debate. But um, exactly, they didn't know knock. They did a knock because even Kenneth Walker said, "Yeah, I heard it's banging at the door." They yeah. might have announced it. Maybe you didn't hear it. It was like 2 o'clock in the it morning. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. And then depending on where your bedroom is, if your bedroom is, most people's bedrooms are in the back of their house. Like your mm-hmm. front door is, your bedroom is away from your door. Yeah. So you know, you have your living room, your kitchen, your dining room. That's in the front and your living quarters are usually in the back of your well, apartment. Um, police so. probably knocked, probably even though they had a no-knock warrant, they um they knocked, but, um, and probably did say it was police, but, uh, because why would they knock if they had a no-knock? That's my whole thing, yeah. Right. They knocked. They knocked. They knocked on Faith Evans. Be like housekeeping or whatever, and she'll like, in the doorway. They probably did announce, but uh, Kenneth right. Walker probably didn't hear him because you no, know, he's disoriented. He's just waking up. It's two in the morning. Not yeah. only that, but um, from Kenneth Walker's perspective, him and Brianna Taylor, they were thinking that it was um, it was Jamarcus Lug- the guy. Lug- yeah, that's who they thought it was, which is why mm-hmm. Kenneth grabbed his gun. Grabbed his gun. Right. Know, so he probably didn't hear him say police, but he hears beating on his door at two o'clock in the morning. He said. Let me get my shit. I can relate. Yeah, they, you gonna grab your piece. You hear you that? Grab your piece. You think it's this dude and shit? Yeah. So especially yeah. if, like I said, like didn't they have like run-ins with him in the past? Like especially this if is why they thought it was him. Yeah. They, right. Yeah. So he grabs. You had run-ins with him in the past, then it's like you're going to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they so. heard the beating, assumed it was him, and um, Brianna said they were She wasn't sleeping to bash another one that um misinformation um that's out there. She, they were she wasn't sleep. They were in the hallway, like coming. They she, they they were going to the door to see what was going on. She was standing next to him. So the actual the action happened in the hallway because like right. that story because like um which like I said is bullshit on both sides. Like noise is like mm-hmm. saying that she was just sleeping in the bed. They come in and just filled her full of holes. Like it's well, it's, it's not exactly what happened. But it's I'm a yes and a no, like. Yeah, it's a yes and a no. It's not then, all the um, way false. When um when is the when the, they don't they don't answer, the police do kick the door in. That happens, yeah. Right. If they had a no knock warrant, so like yeah, kicking in the door wasn't illegal. So they did kick in the door. Mm-hmm. And then um when the door came in, of course you think it's this nut. It's this nigga, right. Excuse me for saying it like that, but you think yeah. <laughs> so he fires, he fired a single shot. One shot, right, just one. A warning shot. They was like, he fired a warning shot. Basically, he actually hit the dude. Like he did. It wasn't a warning shot. He fired, The cop got shot, yeah. So he but did. Then they, <laughs> but, then, but then I've heard conflicting about that now, because they're saying ballistics are showing that the one shot he fired didn't actually, may not have actually hit somebody. They said the ballistics don't match up. Cause that's coming out now. They said the, the bullet. I've back. seen said that the cop, um, uh, he heard he saw the shot go off, and then he felt the bullet go in his thigh. That's what I've seen. Like I don't know what um mm-hmm. report you saw, but that's the report I saw. That the guy yeah. did get shot. Yeah. So right. then after that, like um, now let's look at it from the police perspective. It just all ra- hell breaks loose. They just raided the trap house. Let's let's go back to like go back in time. They just raided the trap house. They arrested mm-hmm. like Jamarcus Glover and several of his associates. They got drugs, right. guns, money. They got all kinds of shit from there. Mm-hmm. And so yep. then, like, um, they go to um Brianna Taylor's apartment, thinking, okay, like we're gonna find more drugs, more whatever, like whatever, whatever they were looking right. for. So then they go when they breach the door, and they they didn't they don't know that Brianna Taylor's not alone because like they weren't even there to they weren't even there for her. They were there to like search for like like drugs and stuff like they weren't there. It, the warrant wasn't to arrest her. 
It was to like search her. Right. That's what they had a warrant the for. Search is a search warrant, right? And they didn't know Kenneth Walker, so then when like they kick the door in, the shot goes off. They thinking that oh, he's there to like silence her. They thinking that that, that that's like well, from the police perspective, from the reports, obviously. They thinking Kenneth Walker is an associate of Jamarcus Glover that had come over there to try to destroy the evidence. That's what they were thinking. So then when the shot goes off, and that's when they fire back, like um the what the bullets that actually killed Breonna Taylor came from the gun of the cop the cop that shot, the one that got shot. Mm-hmm. And then the other cop shot in his and then the one that um from outside, like which was really like um was was reckless. Cause like the guy, like the one yeah. that got charged with the wanton, like he said, he was shooting blindly in the dark. This dude, you're blindly shooting an apartment outside. He wasn't even in the apartment, and he just heard the shots go right. off the apartment. So then he just like he points his gun and just fires, and that's when the bullets went through the other wall. That was that guy. Yeah. Just aiming, and I'm gonna stop right there because it's like I have two small children. So if somebody came in looking for somebody in my building, you blindly fire. Then my kids are here. You could shoot my kids. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like that's why you blindly shooting. In a complex, people have kids. Yeah. Innocent, if you don't have kids, you're an innocent person in there. And you just blindly just fire and you don't see anything. That's why that cop was the one that was fired and he was the one that was charged with the endangerment or whatever the charge was. And so yeah, um, wanton, yeah. The wanton charges, yeah. And so mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor got hit, unfortunately, with that. But, like, based on the evidence, they're saying um, – because it's – I don't know what you would charge the cops with, like based on the evidence, because it wasn't a murder. Obviously, it's like would it be manslaughter charges? Do you think that um would you send this to trial if you were like the um the DA? Would you send it to trial? That's tricky because that's like, the only case, that's the only thing you could charge is manslaughter. Like you like do is this manslaughter or is this accidental? Like what do you charge? Yeah. Reckless, reckless endangerment, something like isn't that like involuntary man like, you know some kind of i don't know like all the technical terms because yeah, I'm, not I'm not a lawyer, a lawyer and this, I'm, I'm not speaking as a lawyer i just like read over tons of evidence right. and like on both sides and like that's um wait what would you charge the, the whole thing about law that people don't get is that you do have to charge correctly because if you don't charge correctly then people will end up walking yes, people, that, saying, people keep saying this was a murder if it was a murder you have to prove that the police came there to kill Brianna. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be intent. It has to be premeditated intent. Mm -hmm. That's what murder is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, while it is very sad and very, you know, like nothing, like no amount, like even though you gave the family $12 million, that's not going to bring her back. That's not going to come for you. That's why the civil suit, they got paid because, um, because in the eyes of um the, the law, the Kentucky law in the books right now, in their eyes, it's like it was, this was accidental. So, like, uh, we'll compensate you, but a crime wasn't committed. It was an unfortunate accident is what they're saying. So that's what um, – It has eyes to be something. Like, I don't – I'm not a and lawyer, so I don't know what you would charge, but it seems like um, some kind of charges. I just don't know what those charges would be. I'm not a lawyer. But it seems like some some kind of charges would be applicable. But a thing that, a thing that I saw, um, and I'm like, you got to look at this like this where people – you know, like a nurse was like, a, a nurse made this post. They said, if I went into the incorrect patient's room and I injected them with the incorrect medicine and then the patient died, I would be charged. But would and you I'm be charged, like, but not, but like, let's, let's go back on that. Like, cause it wasn't, like, it wasn't the incorrect yes. room. Like, so what if, um, what if the paperwork was just wrong, but you were with the right patient, but they administered the wrong medicine? Is that the nurse's right, fault? Right, you administered the wrong stuff. Should the nurse be fired? Exactly, like... To the nurse, be you fired. would be liable. You would be held liable for it. Good day, though. That's what I'm saying. Like if um, saying. if they had the wrong paperwork, but we're in the right room, like should that nurse be charged? Like, is it the nurse's fault? It like that's, be, where, that's where we it get into. This, get that's we get into this weird gray area now because of that. Yeah. Which is why, which is why I I'm an advocate. I keep on saying you need to you need to vote. People need to vote because it's like. And not just voting in presidential elections. You need to vote in your local elections because when you appoint these elected officials, these are the ones who are the ones who are making the laws about charging and not charging. And I believe that it should be some sort of caveat there because it's like it just shouldn't be like, okay, this isn't murder. 
This isn't necessarily manslaughter. So it's nothing. It has to be something great. Yeah, like, a, like a, we a, a young woman lost her great. life, and um, uh, whose fault is it? Is it the cops' right, fault? It has to be something cop, great there. In the cops' eyes, they think they're under attack. Like, whose fault is it? Like, that's the thing. It right, has some, somebody not, has to be not, at fault, but who? Right, it's accountability. Some accountability has to be done. So you could go back, like, um, should that, needed, should that judge be fired that signed us the warrant? Like, let's go back there. Because the like, mm-hmm. cops wouldn't have been yeah. there in the first place if they had the judge hadn't sent them there with the warrant. It's like, so right. like, uh, do you hold the judge accountable? Like, should they be like be fired? It's very messy. Like when you start peeling back, because this is not just an open and shut case. It's not. It's yeah. not black and white. It's very gray, and we need to create laws and legislation to address these. Like that's why we have amendments in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. That's why we amend things because as stuff you don't get it right the first change, time, so you um have to make amendments. You have to make amendments. So I think that an amendment does need to be made about that type of stuff because like people just shouldn't. You just shouldn't just be able just to walk away. Mm-hmm. Like a, a young woman, twenty six years old, lost her life. A twenty six year old woman it's lost her life. Tragic as hell. Super and the way that, and then from what I saw, they were saying that she was, um, like to her family, like you know, she was, you know, her family. Obviously, her family loved her dearly. Like, you know, they were like, like, she was like a TikToker, and you know, just like fun young girl enjoying her life. Had the world, you know, the what world. What I see, yeah, Brianna Taylor was just <laughs> regular chick. Like, unfortunately, she um she dated dude. Like, I don't know how long they were together, but um at the time of her death, it seems like she was changing her life. So, like, I'm I'm not about that life. Like, right, I don't want to be yeah, and everything. I'm not about yeah. that. Yeah. So and she I will like, go back with Kenneth that Walker is like, yeah, Kenneth Walker, like no no jail record. Like he was just he was a square dude. Like yeah, no no criminal no history. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So so the guy she was current she was with at the time of her death didn't have any of those ties. So it seemed like she was like, I'm over this. Yeah. Like. And then, like, I've seen some people, like, you conservative people who are trying to, like, be Bible thumpers and holier than thou. Like, I saw, like, some of them saying, like, well, you know, you dated, it's like, okay, first of all, she dated the guy in the past. The guy she was with currently is not a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. And then somebody was trying to say something about that they were, you know, like, she's living with a guy. And it's like, shut up. Like, stop trying to be. Well, like that, has, that has nothing to do with the fact. Exactly. Yeah, like I'm, I'm looking at the fact. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what Taylor was or wasn't living with doesn't matter. So. Right. And, and that's what makes me mad about stuff like that. Because when people like try to create reasons as to why, it's like you're trying to justify. Like, like, like I, I, I keep on calling this. Y'all fucked up. Yeah. Y'all fucked up. Y'all did. It's no other way to say it. The question it. is, like, what's the appropriate? Because um, <laughs> what they did get right on um, when they dropped Kenneth Walker's charges. So yes. that's one thing they did get right because eventually they were charged with um attempted murder of a police officer. And that was like, no. They dropped no it because they realized that um, well, he didn't he thought it was Jamarcus Glover. He didn't exactly. know the cops. So that's that's the main reason they dropped his charges, because he didn't know the cops were even there. He thought it was, yeah, a dude coming to, like, Rihanna or whatever, or get him or whatever. So that's why mm-hmm. he had his gun ready. And, like, once he had registered fire, it wasn't an illegal gun, like, registered mm-hmm. firearms. Yeah. And, and for you conservatives, don't you guys, isn't that your big talking point, your Second Amendment right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you guys talk, protecting your home? Isn't that what you guys talk most about? If somebody come in in my house, I got my peace. Don't you guys, like, toot that? Until it actually happens, like, you know, well, I guess we have the wrong complexion. I'll just say it like that, but you know, I can't I'm speak just, on them. Just, but me as a um, a Second Amendment advocate is like um, Kenneth Walker um didn't do anything wrong. He did nothing wrong. The other side is a little sketchier. Like I don't know who how to. I don't know if um what do you charge the cops with? Like based on the evidence, mm-hmm. yeah, because they were there. They had a warrant. They, he dude got fired upon. He he doesn't know that um Kenneth Walker is not a thug. So like I don't know. Um, I don't know what you would charge. It's like, that's where it gets dicey in like this gray area and which is why they paid the civil charges. But, um, like no matter how much money is not, um, human it's life, not human not life can't put a price on human life. And then um, the holiday season is coming. I say, even though like we are in the middle of a pandemic, but the holiday season is coming, you know, people that chair is going to be empty at Thanksgiving. That chair is going to be empty at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, this is just really just a sad, like, it's just really sad. I think that 
legislation needs to be done to like address that situation in particular if the police kill somebody incorrectly i'll say so i put the air quotes or whatever then it should be some sort of it should be some sort of thing like right there that specifically addresses if that this situation. happens like who's liable Right. The cops is the judge, like who's liable? Is it whoever right. investigated? Because I think the cops that were there to serve the warrant weren't the investigators. They were just like carrying out orders. Like, yeah, right. they, um, they weren't the team that it, like you know, like you know, you you watch the Law and Order, the cop shows where they have like the team investigating. They weren't them. they were just um, they had a warrant. They were just there to serve the warrant. So like, right. yeah, who gets charged? Like the people that in, that 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 gathered intel on Breonna Taylor's apartment. Are they liable? Is the judge liable to sign the the that signed the warrant? Like who's liable for her mm-hmm. death? So it seems like it seems unfair that nobody, somebody, that young lady lost her life, and nobody is is nobody. And nobody's getting accountability. Nobody's fault is like that doesn't seem right. And that what makes it just like really disheartening because like like Brother Malcolm said years ago, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman, mm-hmm. and he said that in the sixties. He said that so. Mm-hmm. And just seeing stuff like that just feels like is that does that still ring true in today's society? So mm-hmm. it's just really exhausting. Just you know that. Unfortunately, she, like I'm not even looking at the racial aspect because, like I said, to me, like it's just like um, it was it was a bunch of mess that sh- should have never happened. Exactly, it should have never happened. Things should have never happened. Is like um, did they have enough probable cause to believe that um Brianna Taylor's house was a stash house? Like, exactly, because you saw somebody go. I mean, like lover exiting with a package is like, and he was a known like yeah drug drug dealer. So like, is that, is that enough, is that enough uh, probable cause for a search warrant? Yeah, with well, that code up in court because we're in the middle of we're in the middle of a pandemic. How many people get Amazon packages to their house? How many people get you know? You see what I mean? Like I got Amazon packages. They too. did, I and, you yeah, and that's the and that's another thing. When they did, um, after all the at the aftermath and all of this, after the when they the police did actually go in and search the apartment, no drugs, nothing, nothing nada, no money, nada. nothing. So, so her house wasn't a stash house. So, like, yeah, like, is the they are the um as the detectives who um who put that case together are they at fault? Like I said, for assuming that her apartment was a stash house like are they at fault it's a whole hot mess and i just really who gets charged like um well they already settled this civil case but um the the family of brianna taylor probably should have went after all of them the investigators the judge like i would have went after all of them but like they already settled so i don't know if they can go after somebody should have lost their job today somebody should have lost their job you gonna lose your job today someone should have lost their job yeah but it's just, it's just really just, I mean, I, I can't even. So what do you think about all the, the protests going on around now? Like, what do you think? Like, based on what I said, do you think um people should be out in the streets protesting or what are your thoughts on that? I mean, protesting is part of your First Amendment, right? If you protest, protest for purposes of trying to bring awareness to things, but mm-hmm. Breaking and looting and doing that—I'm not with that shit. Don't loot. What about um? What about shooting other police officers? Oh hell no, no. Uh, Two other cops did get shot in Louisville, like after. Yeah, I'm not with that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying if you want to use your voice to speak, because that's what protesting is about—you're using your voice to speak and to raise awareness. Mm -hmm. You're bringing light of something. Like this is not right. An innocent person lost their life. Someone needs to be held accountable. We need to. It can't be nobody's fault, but um, whose fault is it? That's right. Like, that's fine, but burning shit and looting and right, I'm not with that. I'm not with that. I'm over that. Um, like, no. Use your voice to speak. Use your voice for it. But. I think I just gave the most unbiased um account of the whole Breonna Taylor. You did. You did. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on both sides. I listened to Benjamin Crump's uh, press conference. I watched all of that, and I think I gave the most... um unbiased view of all of this. Yeah, I always say you should go into politics. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe I can't be that um centrist that we need. <laughs> yeah. Because you do deal in facts. You deal mostly in you deal in facts. You do. 
especially as black people, we're the emotional people. Like we we react emotionally to shit. Is like, but um, yeah. I like given our history, like, we're an emotional we, people. <laughs> we were once three fifths of a person, so I mean that's in our DNA. Like, that I mean, young black woman killed by a white cop, it like we react emotionally. But I look like let's um. Let me break down the facts of this um case. Like mm-hmm. I'm breaking down like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's my whole thing. Yeah. Uh, she lost her life. Um, s- seems like somebody should be charged. But the million dollar question is, or the twelve million dollar question is, who should is be who? charged? Yeah. Who and what? Somebody should, but who? Yeah. And then what would they be charged with? Who? What? Yeah. Yeah. What and what? What charges would stick big for her there losing? Her life? Yeah. Seems like somebody should be responsible, but um what people and, and what charges that seems like it's my opinion at least speak out for change is why i say that use your voice use mm-hmm. your voice to write these changes about trying to get stuff into legislation mm-hmm. watch that schoolhouse rock if you don't remember i'm just how to make a bill yeah how to make a bill capitol hill, capitol hill. <laughs> look at that to make stuff into legislation because I think that this should be something that should be into into legislation. It should be a specific thing that addresses situations like this. So that way, if it does happen, because like you know un- that like, thing. Um, for like unfortunate police shootings like this, especially like when the details like this are like all over the place. is. Right. Um, the cop did shot. So like um if somebody shoots at you, you're within your right to shoot back. It's 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 just, it's messy as hell, all of this. It's, it's a lot, yeah. It's yeah, like it needs to be something in place. It's like okay, if it something does. like this happens down the line, like who's but you know it's gonna happen who's again. Who's liable, yeah. Who's liable? Like, you know it's gonna happen again. History has a way of repeating itself. You know it's gonna happen again, so put it in place now about what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say do. Well, do you have anything else to add to that case? Because, um, yeah, we went. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, There's a lot to, yeah, a lot to talk about. It was a lot to unpack. We had to unpack a lot, but no. That's I'm, why we uh, went right into that. I'm just, I'm just hoping that things, you know, get better for us as a people. Just we need to do better. All of us mm-hmm. need to do better. That's just what I'll say. And let's shift gears right now. Another police incident. This time with, um... Reverse races. What do you think about the um a woman that got tased at the um middle school football game? White woman tased by the black cop. Like, what do you think about this situation? Because it's like it's like the flip side of what we just. Saw. I watched it. I watched and it. like the way that they, like and the way that they controlled like like they live was on to something like i know we like to laugh at that movie they live or whatever Man, that was tremendous that alley fight with it was, Piper, was amazing go ahead <laughs> it was ahead of its time because the media that does was 35 years them. ago when that movie came out they they knew then <laughs> the media does control the way that you view things so yeah. on the first report that i saw about they said shocking video woman is tased and then when i watched the video i was like this isn't shocking I'm like, she was resistant. She wasn't complying. She was asked to wear a mask because even though you're outdoors, they said regulations, wear your mask. Like, rules. It's like, it sure is not, um, like, technically, um, when you're outdoors, you don't have to wear a mask. But um, in this stadium, they like, we want everybody to wear a mask. Everybody to be. Like, there were the people running the stadium with their, with their wives to say, like, like, like at your house, you have, you have, have every right to help people to, to wear a mask when they come in your house. It's your house. You can exactly. Make so like whoever was running the stadium could set those rules. I was like, sure, we outdoors, but we prefer everybody wear a mask. So like, right. I have a problem with that, yeah. And then they asked her to wear a mask, and then she said she didn't want to wear a mask. She said that I have she asthma. Her asthma was breathing. That's the. Um, okay. I have asthma, and I wear my mask. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to discredit people. Maybe your asthma, maybe it's more severe asthma. than mine. I don't know if asthma, all asthma sufferers are created equal, but I get what right. You're that's what I'm saying. I'll say that, but I do have asthma, so I can't speak as an asthmatic. I know of what I speak. I do have asthma, so it's like when she said that, and then she was asked that, okay, if you're not going to wear the mask, then you will have to leave because it is within the stadium's right to say that. Because I've seen people at grocery stores refuse people's service because, like, if you don't wear a mask or a facial covering then we're going to have to ask you, respectfully ask you to leave. Mm-hmm. And she started acting a fool because she didn't want to leave. 
And they said that when um, they came, and you could see her, she was resisting arrest. Like she was, you know, he was trying to take her out. She was resisting, not wanting to, you know, like he gave her the opportunity, like, okay, if you don't comply, I will have to put you under arrest. Because he asked her to leave. Like, that's what he did. He first asked her to leave to escort her out. She refused to be escorted out. Mm -hmm. Then, okay, since you're refusing to be escorted out, now you are going to be placed under arrest. Now you're trespassing at this point. Because if you ask someone to leave somewhere and then they refuse to leave, now you're trespassing. So now it technically is you're breaking the law. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, so you went from just like, I don't want to wear a mask, and now you're trespassing. So then in the video, he was trying to, you know, like trying to arrest her, and she was resisting, you know, and then she ended up getting tased. Like, he, I think he tased her once or twice. Tased her, her once, I want to say? Yeah, so he tased It wasn't like he was, he wasn't, you know, you know, he tased her, and, you know, but she was fighting the arrest of it, so... My thing is... Her name was that, Elisa Kitch, you know, like names, yeah. And the um, officer was um Chris Smith. Karen. Karen. <laughs> My thing is, a lot of these people who are refusing to wear masks, and I've seen several videos, it's like a lot of these people, you could tell that you've probably never been told no about anything in your life. You've probably never been told, no, you can't do something. So the fact that someone is telling you, no, you have to follow this rule, it's like... <gasps> I have to follow a rule. The Do you know who racial, I am? Or you think it's racial? I didn't think it was racial. Okay. I, I mean, think just in general. Do you think the mask thing is racial? The whole masks. Oh, well, people like not wanting to wear. Well, the people who mostly resisted <laughs> are Karens. I'm just saying. Most of them, like most of the videos that I've seen, like I mean, unless you have like videos of black people doing it, I've mostly seen the videos that I've seen that have gone viral. I've seen. I'm talking about what I see in my personal life. I see both. I see, um, cause, you know, I live in black neighborhoods and I see black people that don't want to wear masks. Like, yeah, I see people be like hotel. People in be person, hotel. and what I see is like when I'm walking in Walgreens and like cats get attitudes, I do see that. Yeah, I see the hotel, but I see the viral videos that I've seen mostly of is I and this and that. And like, I want to speak to your manager and like I have a condition. It's like it's always I have a condition where I can't wear. What's your condition? Because being an asshole is not a condition. That's not the condition, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just like, wear the fucking mask. I mean, it's, it helps to save lives. Wear the mask. I mean, if you want to have your conspiracy theory that the masks don't work, whatever, do you, boo. But I'm going to wear my mask when I go out in public. I think she should have been tased. Well, like this phrase, stupid play, stupid games, get stupid pride. <laughs> no, I won't say it like that. But, uh, well... <laughs> If she was resistive, if he felt like he couldn't contain her, then yes, if he felt like he couldn't contain her. I've seen people get tased for uh, less, so. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> that? Remember that guy? <laughs> hey, don't tase me, bro. Yeah, I've seen people tased for a lot less than what she was doing, so. Remember that fucking guy? What was he doing don't right now? The don't, don't, the don't tase me, bro guy. He was ahead of his time. <laughs> that was like 15 years ago. What's he doing now? <laughs> don't tase me, bro guy. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, shit! Let's shift gears right now. Um, want to talk about the President Donald Trump's um his his platinum plan now? Yes, Trump does, he has a black agenda now because people were saying like, "What's Trump's black agenda?" Well, he got one. I'm on DonaldJTrump.com. I'm on his site. Yeah, and Trump does have a black agenda now. I saw it. I thought I, I thought it was fair to lift every voice. We gonna. We gonna I thought it was fake news initially. I thought it was fake news. And then when I clicked, I was like, oh, this is real. Okay. I was like, let me read it. Go ahead. I'm going to read um all of these and then get your opinion. Yeah. President yes. Trump's promise to black America over four years. There's 3 million new jobs for the black community. Create 500 new black owned businesses. Increase access to capital in black communities by almost 500 billion. Safe urban neighborhoods with the highest policing standards. Commit to working on a second step back. You know, he has the first step back where you got a lot of people out of prison. He already put that in place. Mm -hmm. um, access to better education and job training opportunities. Give black churches the ability to compete for federal resources in their community. Bring better and tailored health care to, to address historic disparities. Immigration policies that protect American jobs. Advance home ownership opportunities and enhance the financial literacy in the black community. Onshoring manufacturing to advance jobs and develop opportunity for black owned businesses. So that's um, 
basically said it's going to increase capital to the black community by almost 500 billion is um the underlining of this so what do you think of um donald trump's platinum plan for black america is what he's calling it and that's all well and good but until i actually see something that actually is i believe stuff when i see it like you said you were gonna bring coal mining back coal mining jobs that ain't happened you said mexico was gonna pay for you whether you want to build a wall mexico is gonna pay for it put the, the wall ain't up yet <laughs> <laughs> and Mexico said we ain't paying for that shit. Mexico said that we ain't paying for that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you just can't say stuff just to make a promise and then you don't keep your promise. So my thing it's is good stuff in here, but um, it, it will it will it happen though. If will Trump, it happen? And then Trump, it's easy to say I'm gonna create jobs. Like if you say you're gonna create three million jobs, what type of jobs are you creating? Are these going to be jobs that are $8 an hour jobs? Are they going to be $10 an hour? Like, what kind of jobs are you creating? The and stuff I, I like is about black home ownership and, like, the, um, black capital. That's the stuff I like. But um, will – and um, wait, will it happen? No, that's the thing. Yeah, like, that's what Did he home. say something about, like, denouncing KKK, making KKK a hate? Yeah, mention that that was separate from this. Um, he said KKK and Antifa make them terror groups. Which is, I'm surprised that they haven't been named yet after all right. the decades. <laughs> why aren't they? Why aren't they hate groups? Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know why not though. <laughs> but that's. I want to hear Donald Trump say "Black Lives Matter" and denounce uh, white nationalism. That's why I want to hear him say mm-hmm. flat out, <laughs> white nationalism, y'all some bullshit. Don't affiliate yourself with me. But then if he does that, then all of them are going to not vote for him. Then if he does that, so. I feel like he's trying to teeter-tire both sides and trying to mm-hmm. he's trying to still appeal for his um because he knows that like he knows what his numbers are looking like. So mm-hmm. now he's like trying to get some black votes because mm-hmm. like his his fan base they'll believe anything he says. So his fan base they're going to vote for him regardless. Even if like all their relatives die of coronavirus, they're still going to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. They've invested in him and that's what they they're committed to him. They're committed and they ain't going nowhere. So, so now to like try to, you know, appease, like I said that, I said this election is going to be about black people. Because in 2016, that's how Trump won. He went after these redneck white people saying, I didn't forget about you. I can relate. It's like, no, you can't. You're a rich dude. Here's the main dude. reason he's um targeting the black dude. community specifically right now is because, um, I guess I said it before. I think I even said it last week on this podcast. Um, Joe Biden didn't get the bump from Kamala Harris. He thought he, he did. He, he did. did. It's like he said, "Well, if I pick a black woman, if I run it, made." But um, it resonated with some blacks. Like um, is a certain class. I don't know if you. I'm the getting black that. Greeks. A certain black class Greeks of black people. But like as far as like hood Negroes is like uh, they yeah, not they feeling Kamala Harris right now. So. <laughs> like the um, hood, and, and whole tips and whole tips ain't feeling <laughs> like is a certain class of black like if you went if you participated in jack and jill and jack and jill yeah feeling kamala harris right now <laughs> which i'm thinking of one by in particular who was a jack and jill and they are uh her sorority member so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the type that are like back in kamala harris right now but um regular hood negroes are like uh, i don't know about her so now trump is seeing that I can get some of that black vote. Basically, if you if you if you were Cliff and Claire Huxtable, you would be. Yeah, on if that you like side. grew up like the Huxtables, yeah, <laughs> you grew up like the Evans, you like oh, I don't know. <laughs> and even which McCarthy you know too. Fired up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> even the Winslows, if you grew up like the Huxtables or the Winslows, you're probably gonna go that way. If you grew up like the Evans, yeah, James, you ain't feeling it. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you ain't feeling that. But um. Let's read Joe Biden's Lift Every Voice plan. Let's compare the two. Like, I'm on his site now, Joe Biden. I hate that name so much. I hate it yeah, so much. At least much. Trump had a better name for his plan. Like, Lift Every Voice is terrible. Come on, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that name. Advance the economic mobility of African Americans and close the racial wealth and wealth gaps. And in, oh, the racial wealth and income gaps, I should say. Okay. And access to high-quality education and tackle racial inequality in the education system. Make far-reaching investments in, in ending health disparities by the race, like Trump's pretty much said that too. Mm-hmm. Strengthen America's commitment to justice. Make the right make the right to vote and the right to equal protection for real African Americans. I don't know what that means. Address environmental justice. I guess that's the whole um the um green 
the green thing, whatever. That last one was kind of a green thing, not a black yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's Joe Biden's plan. It's some similarities. I, I mean, my thing is, I believe stuff. Uh, yeah, all right. Like, are either of them going to live up to this? Like, that's why I say I believe stuff when I see it. Elected, like, are any of them going to follow through on any of this stuff? And that's the thing that black people, we need to do. Like, wherever you decide to vote, whether you want to vote Republican, Democrat, or Green Party, wherever you vote, mm-hmm. you need to vote and Whoever your candidate is, even if your candidate doesn't win, if your selected candidate doesn't win, then whoever is elected as the elected official, hold their feet to the fire, and you need to demand the stuff that they promised you. It's no more of this like, oh, well, they mean good, and they mean well, so that they thinking about, no, it's no more of that. I want to see legislation. We saw that, um... Unfortunately, we got to call the spade a spade. Like, unfortunately, like during the Obama years, that's what, um, especially from a lot of our community, we saw that is like we didn't, um, as blacks, didn't really hold Obama to that standard. It's yeah, like, we were pacified. Um, when nothing really happened, nothing really happened for specifically for black people. We kind of said, "Hey, just, hey, just, just, just let this ride it out." You didn't really say, "Hey, mm-hmm. what's up, man?" You really didn't hold yeah. him to that standard how you would have hold like another. A white candidate, you would have held to another standard, for example. <laughs> but um, I don't know what the hell is going to happen November third. It's like <laughs> right now, it's like it's fifty fifty. That's my whole thing. Yeah. And then this thing, uh, their debate—I call it—it's going to be grumpy old men part three. That's what the debate is going to be to me. Grumpy old men. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about Biden and this debate. I don't even know how he's because our dude has so many like faux pas. It's like I'm legit. I'm legit worried about this debate. Like, I hope he's been preparing his ass. So he's kind of been out of the spotlight. Last time I saw him was Cardi B, I think. Yeah, he's pretty much been out of the spotlight. So I think that Biden... So I, I really hope he's been preparing for this debate because, like, I'll, I don't know what the hell is going to happen November 3rd, actually. It's going to be um a hot mess. If your strategist hears, uh, hears what we're saying, i say instead of trying to discredit Trump and everything, just stick to your talking points because you're not going to out-talk Trump. You're not going to, because, like, he's a person, he'll say anything just to say it. And he knows how to, Trump knows how to say things and knows how to, how to make hits, you know what I mean? He knows how to hit. He knows how to hit bullseye. He knows how to do that, even though what he's saying is not fact-checked, it's, it's unsubstantiated. It's not true, but, but he knows how to say says, He says it with confidence. With conviction. Like, he says yeah, it with conviction. Say that, you say it with confidence, like people are right. His people ride with him. Which Joe Biden says like weird shit is like like you like 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 if I said, um you know, uh you know they have a satellite in the moon spying on you right now and then they're gathering all your information and they're creating clones. Yeah, are you gonna let them do that? Are you gonna let them clone you? What kind of man are you? It's like, yeah. Like, and that's what he says shit like that. And then, <laughs> no, ugh, they be, it's like, no. he pulled that out of his ass. That's not even, that's, it's yeah. unsubst- like, where's the evidence that this is even happening? He just says shit with no type of evidence, no backup, nothing. And he's so loud in there, you're not going to out-talk him. So don't even feed into that. Like, if he's trying to troll you, don't even feed into it because, you can't keep up with a troll. You're not you're not built for a troll. Like you can keep up with trolls. You know how to deal with trolls, Oz. You know how to deal with them. But he's not built for that. He ain't built for it. So I say just stick like your strategist needs to tell you just stick with the fact. Just keep on going back. You know, you have an ace in the hole. Your ace in the hole. Over two hundred thousand Americans have died from coronavirus because our president said that this was a hoax and uh, he didn't react on it to so and so. You stick with the facts. Just 200,000 Americans have died. That's reality. Mm-hmm. Um, how many million are unemployed? 40 million or something like that are unemployed. Mm-hmm. Stick with the facts. You just stick with the facts and just keep on going back to that. Every time he tries to troll you, don't even get pulled into his troll. Mm-hmm. Don't even get pulled in. Just mm-hmm. like when Obama Obama was off his square on his first debate with Mitt Romney. Remember, he was off his square in 2012. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then when he came back and Obama said, yeah, you said 48% of Americans are, you know, when Obama came back with that, then 
swish. He had the when you said check the transcripts of the one, yeah, when they yeah, he had the you got, and this is what you need. You need the the swish. You know the when you make a shot, you know it's gonna go in. You got that. You got that arc. It's like the Larry Bird in the three point contest. Right, you got the swish. You're up in the air, and he he was Swaggy P, except it worked though. It was He's like he walked away and like it went in, like, except Swaggy P did, and it didn't go in. It's like yeah. And then he became P a lot of times. It was like, <laughs> but Larry Bird put the shot up and then walks you as he's and walked away with the one he finger. Goes in. Like, he don't even watch the last shot go in. He's walking away as it's going in. He got his finger, yeah. finger up in the air. That's what you That's need. how you have to do it. You have to do that. Speaking of us as we did, just bring up basketball. We can go and segue to the basketball. Yeah, let's get a quick um, uh, little NBA Finals update. Um, congratulations. Well, before NBA Finals update, the Bulls have a new head coach. Well, let's start there. Um, Chicago Bulls, Um, they hired Billy Donovan. Billy former, Donovan. Former Oklahoma City Thunder oh, coach okay, and okay, former see. Florida Gators coach. So he um has a pedigree. He just mm-hmm. led this Thunder team to like seven games against the Houston Rockets. So there you go. Yeah. So um, he actually he's a successful coach. Yeah, he's on the upgrade from Hoyerberg and Boylan. Far. <laughs> Boylan might be the worst. Put together. <laughs> Boylan might be the worst coach in NBA history. <laughs> what about Bay <Bader> Negro? <laughs> he was terrible, as was Boylan, as was uh, Hoyberg, but um, I think Boylan is worse than both of them. Tim Floyd. <laughs> Floyd was terrible. Bill Cartwright was trash. Bulls had a lot of trash coaches. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, those are the good coaches they had really were like Phil Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Um, Scott Skiles wasn't bad. He was all right. Yeah, Scott Skiles was, oh, he was all right. Yeah, they they had a lot of bad coaches in between those. Because <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Del Negro was like. <laughs> yeah, Vinny was trash. Yeah. And which McCall, he wasn't, I, I wouldn't say he was trash. Like Hoiberg wasn't trash. He was just dry. I would say he was very dry. Kind of, he kind of sucked. That's what I would say. I would say he was dry. Like I mean, he wasn't the worst. Trash, but yeah, he wasn't the worst coach. But he wasn't the best. He was just there. He was um, cell of fame, Mister Cell. He was just there. Like you could look right through. He was, he was there. (laughs) He was. He was cell of fame. But um, I like the Billy Donovan hiring. I'm, I'm ready. I'm willing to give him a shot. Yeah. What would be and nice, um, I don't know if he's re- if his playing days are winding down, but, like, for his coaching staff, why not add his former Florida Gator, Joakim Noah, to the staff? Joakim could return to the Bulls, be a big man coach for Wendell Carter and Mark, those, those guys like that. Marketing, yeah. Nice big man coach for them. So, yes. That might I, was I was going to say that, Joe. still wants to play, um, or if um, if he if he's, feels his playing days are over, why not Donovan Adams is coaching? And he gets I to, think Noah would be a good coach. Back to the Bulls too would be nice too. To I think he would be a good coach. I think that he would um, be able to coach. Like he has like, the passion and everything. Donovan coached him and Al Horford. And Al Horford in uh, Florida. Florida. They won two titles. Yeah. yeah. Billy Donovan was the coach of that team that won the two titles. I saw the joke. They said, "Now you know Noah's coming back to the Bulls because now we got Donovan." <laughs> they said Noah's coming back. I, a, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to see him as a player with the Bulls. I wouldn't mind seeing him join the coaching staff though. Yeah. Right now the Bulls need to focus on developing these young guys. I don't yeah. know or like mm-hmm. taking time away from like Carter and Gafford and like those guys or rather yeah. he could take Felicio's minutes. Who cares about him? But, I uh, like Gafford. I do like him. Mm-hmm. I like him. Like he has a lot of like I would call him he has a lot of potential. Like yeah. you can see his potential. Like I'm not trying to say he's this player, but like when Jimmy Butler was a rookie, you could see he had a lot of potential. You could tell. I'm about, to, I'm about to make a comparison. I you see, see a uh, lot of potential like that. I see um, I see Bam at a bio potential in Gafford. Mm. Bam, is that now? Yeah, I see, mm. um, I can see him being um mm. as good as Bam, like in a few years. Right, you said that potential. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying that potential where you're like, I see it. Like if we just develop you, mm-hmm. your limit can go. Which you can is cool to bring Noah in to be one of those big man coaches, help develop Gafford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Noah joined the coaching staff. So nice. If Noah's ready, to, if his playing days are over, it'd be cool if he joined the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I want to see him go do that. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, so now we know we have the West set. Congratulations, LA Lakers. LA Lakers. They eliminated the Denver Nuggets in five. Five. 
Yeah. I was hoping it would go six games, but then after that, because I originally thought Lakers in six, because I was like Denver is five. I was like Denver fights. They're not. I really go thought down. Denver was going to take it to seven again because they came back from three one twice already against mm-hmm. Utah and against um 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 the Clippers. The yeah, they came back down like being three one twice. So I thought yeah. um I thought they would force a seven with the Lakers, but Denver then the Lakers, is a team that then LeBron fuck this. They handled their business. Yeah. They're the team that doesn't die. So that's but I think that what took a lot of their confidence when they lost that game too. Yeah, because that was a tough loss. Like when Anthony Davis when AD hit that shot, Woo, what a that shot. three. Because that was like he just that was a hail mary shot. That was a that was a hail mary, and it's like and he made it. And you could just see Jokic and Murray. They were just like, mm-hmm. and their faces was just like, mm. <laughs> like that. Like they're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Because they had that game. They had it. They could have. They had that game. Like had they won that game, that shifts the whole dynamic. Because now the series would have been even. Would have been one one. Mm-hmm. That would have shifted the whole dynamic. Mm-hmm. But now it's like we say um, always about sports. It's about that confidence. Yeah. Like you lose that confidence now, you're like, mm-hmm. "Can we beat these guys? Can we beat them? I don't know if we can beat them." Especially, you don't want to get down two nothing against a LeBron team. Like exactly, they that. smell blood. Yeah, they smell blood, and they're gonna go for it. LeBron, he's 35, but he's still LeBron. I still, yeah. I would say he's arguably the best player on the planet, even though Giannis is the MVP. But it's still a case for LeBron being the best player out there, even at right. 35. You, right. Somebody said LeBron was the best player. Nobody would look at him crazy. And he hasn't had any dip best. Like, you know, you've seen everybody, like, when they get up a certain age, like, like recipes, Kobe Bryant. We saw, like, when Kobe, when he uh, has Achilles injury, that last one. And yeah, then when he came of- back, he just, never, he just wasn't the yeah. same after it. And you could tell, like, okay, like, his, his, uh, his playing days are going to be winding down because you could see that he wasn't the player that he once was. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, he was, like, Fierce comparator. You know that he wanted to play that he was like 40. You know Kobe wanted to play to 40. You know he did, but he just couldn't do it. And Kobe had – um, he he was – uh when he retired, he was an old, what, 38. <laughs> he was, yeah. Yeah, he was beat up pretty bad. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. from like all of the wars he'd been through. So, like, yeah, he had a but lot. LeBron doesn't have – he's bad body, yeah. <laughs> LeBron ain't 35 and ticking. He's he's still going. Like he's 35 and he's um LeBron's 10th finals. That shit is amazing. Yeah. Dude been to 10 NBA finals. It's like you you gotta give dude, even if you don't like LeBron, it's like he went to 10 finals, man. That's that's crazy. Yep. It's it's wild as hell. It's like I don't has anybody been to 10? I know um, Russell, but yeah, like has anybody been to 10? The only year that he missed uh, was last year. Yeah, and that's because this of last decade. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's, a, yeah. That's, that's the Lakers were trash last year. That was before they made the AD trade. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's been every year. Mm. Even with that whole, even with that horrible uh, 07 uh, Cavs team. The Cavs back in 07. The horrible and, team. And the 2018 Cavs were pretty horrible too. With George Hill and all that, like that team was terrible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> what did they suck? Yeah, really yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were awful. Mm-hmm. But congratulations to um the Lakers. And um the- and game six is like I said, well the results will be out. You know, yeah, we don't know if the Heat are in the finals or if uh, Boston forced a game seven. We don't know yet because the game hasn't happened from our perspective, but um. You all will know by the time you hear this. Uh, My prediction I made a couple weeks Lakers ago. Lakers or if it's going to be Boston forcing a game seven, you all will know. My prediction I said a couple weeks ago, I said Heat and six. I made that prediction Let's a few see weeks if ago. you're right. I'm not going to even make a prediction right now. I said that a few weeks ago, so. That Clippers prediction I made before, I'm not going to make any we'll right see. <laughs> and if I am correct there, maybe I might start sports. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe I might have to start, like, playing my odds, baby. <laughs> Yeah, but um, it should be interesting. For, I mean, I'm hoping that it's somebody different because I don't want to be Lakers Celtics for the one millionth time. <laughs> like, say these tunes, they they every decade it's like I think the '90s were the only time the Lakers and Celtics wouldn't have played each other. Like, if, yeah, because the Bulls like dominated that. Decade, yeah, that was the Bulls, so. and then uh, Rockets got a little piece of that, and then the the Spurs. Yes, like, yeah, the Jazz at the end. Jazz yeah. where the West is like, yeah, yeah. but um. 
but like really like the the sixties, seventies, eighties, and the twenty, the two thousands is like right. every decade is um Lakers and like the twenty teens they didn't have any either because that was mostly LeBron from the East and then like right. and, um the Warriors like in the second half out west and then the first right, half yeah, the was kind of a mix of West teams like it was a bunch of different West teams. Mm-hmm. And they did battle in the 20 teams. They battled in 2010, the first deck. So I thought I forgot about them. So they yeah, did. Yeah, with Kobe. Technically, Kobe they had the, the first year. Because, I mean, like, yeah, that, I th- I'm thinking that was the previous decade. That was 2010. That wasn't 2000. Because right. they played them twice. They played Boston in 08, and they oh. played them in 2010. I in forgot 10, they right. played Boston twice. So they did have a battle in the last decade, the Lakers and Celtics. So really, yeah, every decade except the 90s, the Lakers and Celtics played each other in every decade. And I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see some new, just some new uh, faces. It would be good to see the Heat with Butler. It'd be good to see Butler. Me and Bam and Hero Butler. and oh, and Gordon Dragic, like Hero, um, yeah. the truth. Yeah, <laughs> be nice to um. I be, I picked the Heat early on. We made our playoff predictions. I said Heat were in the finals. We'll see what happens. You said that early on. And Marcus I said, said uh, I said the challenge was um Milwaukee. I said if they get if they beat the Bucks in the second round, I said they go into the finals. We'll see what happens if um I'm true or not. Yeah. And but Marcus's said, uh, prediction, he said that he feels whoever wins this series between the Heat and the Celtics, he said they're winning the title. So he thinks it's going to be an East team that wins the title this year. That was his prediction. Mm-hmm. He said it's going to be the real the winner of the Heat Celtics series. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Okay, before we get up out of here, I got one more little nugget I got to drop right now. Shout out to um, Mr. Kanye West, doing some good in the hood for his good music artists. I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah. He's been in a battle with his um, Universal label. He's trying to get his publishing and his masters and all of that back. But, um, of course, like, you know, the Internet is the Internet. So people called him out as like, yeah, well, what about your good music artists and all of that? So his money where his mouth was. He said, I'm giving all, I'm giving all my good music artists back the 50 percent. See, I have of their masters. Like, so <laughs> the worst Kanye impression. I just did it. <laughs> and they got a nice line. said Big Sean, Pusha T, Tiana Taylor. They got a hell of a lineup. Mm-hmm. Not to mention all of the, all the um, previous um, good be like John Legend, Common. Like artists like that that were oh, nice. way back when, like in the early mm-hmm. days. Good music. Kim McCommon's B album was on Good Music. Right, right, right. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, John, and I saw uh, Big like, Sean's reaction. Yeah. Almost ordinary people, all that stuff was on the Good Music. Yeah. Early stuff, yeah. And I saw Big Sean's reaction. He put up the prayer emoji. He was like, thanks. And he put up the, um, the mm-hmm. praying hands. That's what Big Sean put up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's dope. Um that Kanye, he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's like giving him their publishing. Yeah. On your masters, yeah. You mm-hmm. got if you an artist, buy your masters early. Buy them early. Slip is everything, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like you can't like especially now we in a pandemic. Cause like most artists like um they make their money through touring and that stuff, but ain't no touring now. So like if right. you don't own your masters, then you you out here hurting right now. You and know, Kanye's uh, not hurting because he's getting so much money from his other than like yeah, Adidas and his and stuff like that. Like, line, yeah. Getting money from other endeavors, but um if you just out here as an artist, you hurting right, right. now. And unless uh your name is uh the art, unless your name is uh Beyonce, Rihanna. Bruno Mars, you gonna be out here struggling. Mm-hmm. Like they're good. Like they have mega millions. They're good. Mm-hmm. And then they have other businesses inside of their mega Not millions. Unless she's damn near a billionaire from her yeah. side. <laughs> that Fenty shit, man. The Fenty Savage. <laughs> Winning with that, man. <laughs> and then Beyonce got her stuff. Uh, yeah. Ivy Park. Mm-hmm. Beyonce worth like half a billion herself. So, mm-hmm. and she's married to a billionaire. So. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> yeah, they own title. Come on, the stream. They gonna be all right. They gonna be all right. <laughs> but if you just a person who, let's say, you have a net worth of like five million dollars, which is a good net worth, mm-hmm. five million dollars is a big net worth. But if you've been not able to tour, if you haven't toured you in six months, because like everything shut down in March, in March, six months of like not getting any income, yeah. So and think you just start dipping in that money. Five million is gonna start dipping after a while. Yeah, you dipping haven't in that money. Money in the last six months. And let's be real, uh, most people, and then it's just really short sight when people say, "Well, don't live above your means." It's like so when I, when especially when people like when people like us, like regular people, we say that about rich people. It's like so if you lost your job today, 
I'm going to say most live? of us live out of our means. Exactly. So how you if you lost your job today, how long could you live? <laughs> how many people have enough? Like, um, that how many people can like if they if they stop getting a check right now? How long could right. you go before you were homeless? You might be two paychecks. I'm, yeah. I'm being and I'm being kind. I'm being kind. Two paychecks, no two pay two paychecks, no paycheck for one month. Mm-hmm. You gonna be out of there. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna be out of there. You can't talk about um a, a musician like when you're not living it. You're not practicing exactly. What you're you don't, have six, us, you don't have six months worth of savings in the bank. Right. You're supposed <laughs> to have six months to a year if you're if you're able to have six months to one year. Mm-hmm. But most people... Like said, most people don't even have 30 days, like you just said. Like, exactly. <laughs> most people, including the mega rich, are out here backers. Gabrielle Union was like, yeah, I'm good, you know, because I have my money and my husband. We're good. But she was like, well, a lot of people are out here struggling. She made a point about that because people were trying to say like oh well these people aren't they're out here struggling you got a uh, a 15 million dollar mansion you know what the taxes are in a 15 million dollar mansion mm-hmm. not to mention if you owe a mortgage on that how much you, you know what the heat you know what the heating and cooling is on that mansion yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't mention it because like we always say in black families if one of us make it we all make it so let's you say pay like, you pay your mama's mortgage yeah. mm-hmm. you paying your brother's mortgage you paying your niece's tuition for college mm-hmm. you have all these people that like are depending you a, on you. you got you got a couple of luxury cars in your garage right. you paying car notes and insurance on that mm-hmm. like, all of that has to be paid it adds up mm-hmm. so the only way that you know that you're not gonna be in a bad situation let's say if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year which is a lot for regular people if you make a hundred grand a year and then you live in like a a seven hundred dollar a month apartment you drive your used car you don't have a car you know if you do yeah, stuff like that paid you off, so you your money. You, and, and you only carry liability on it so you're like thank you, like, you. no insurance and no car note so like yeah like if you like cutting corners like that then like you you straight but like most people most people said, don't 30 days away from being out of there, the average person. If you have a $100,000 uh, salary, you're not living in a $700 a month apartment. Most mm-hmm. people, you're just not. <laughs> you ain't. So there's that. And you might not be driving a used car. Mm-hmm. So just saying. Yeah. But, but we got a lot in this episode. Yes. <laughs> So I definitely appreciate you not supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. You want to support us further as we wrap this up? Like our Facebook fan page, Not Another Damn Podcast. Also, you subscribe, share, rate, review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, girl. Thing. Also, get at us on your Amazon Alexa devices. You can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Also, if you like your 90s and 2K classics, check out my station, The Bomb, streaming now at OzRadio.net. And you can check me out, MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, STR8GULLEY1 on Twitter, uh-huh. STR8GULLEY7 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Uh-huh. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Yeah. I'm Oz Man the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>